BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, it's Hunter and Michaela, and this is the Model Citizen Podcast. We wanted to let the members of our community experience a different side of us that they see glimmers of, but never the full force. Exactly. We wanted a place where we could talk unfiltered about anything and everything, including our lives and experiences in the modeling industry, beauty, fashion, dating, sex, marriage, a dash of political commentary, and of course, pop culture, honey. We're going all the way in. Tune in every Thursday for a giggle, a laugh, and maybe even a tear or two. You've just found your new best friends, and we're so happy to have you. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I am Taylor, and joining me today, I'm so excited. I've recently started following his account on Instagram, uh, Bravo by Gaze. Love the uh, the name of your Instagram. And also, you have been a listener uh, for a minute now of Taste of Taylor. Welcome to the podcast, Larry Crespo. Hey, Larry. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, I'm yay. so excited to be here. I love when I get a hey, girl. Hey, back. That's what I know. I got you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so I'm obsessed with your account. Bravo by Gaze. You cover all of the timely bravo worthy news and yeah. um i just wanted to come here and talk about a lot of shit that's going on in the bravo sphere this week there's always so good stuff going on when it comes to bravo you know it's really interesting do you feel like bravo because i feel like i mean we're probably the worst people to ask <laughs> but do you feel like bravo is niche or do you feel like bravo is mainstream at this point I feel like it's definitely mainstream. It's true. My wife, this is a, this is a complete sin. She does not watch Bravo. She kind of is actually anti Bravo. Like when I have it on, like the way I react to her watching sports is the way she reacts to me watching Bravo. You know, like she can't (laughs) even stand to hear it. Like yesterday I have this thing where I'm addicted to my iPad. Like it's actually a problem I'm working on in therapy. Like it's, 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 it's out of control. And I was like brushing my teeth in the morning and God forbid I have like a moment of silence. So I was watching Southern charm. I also, in my defense, have a lot of Bravo. I have to keep up with for the Taylor Strucker show and for Taste of Taylor. So it's part of my job for crying out loud. (laughs) But I was brushing my teeth 
watching it. It was Southern Trauma Head on, and she was like, ugh, you know? And I'm like, leave it! God! <laughs> Meanwhile, she's listening to fucking sport talk radio, and that's, oh, like, socially acceptable in her mind. But anyway, but she does. She really, she knows, even though she doesn't watch Bravo, she still knows, like, the zeitgeisty pop culture nuances. So it really is an amazing... It's a true cultural phenomenon. It really is. You got to get her to sit down and watch like early seasons of Southern Charm, even if that's it. Or like, it is just like, you can probably get her hooked like instantly. You know, it's interesting. The only one she'd ever really kind of sit down and watch with me was New York. Of course, yeah. the one that's like now, I guess, on <laughs> pause as a Dorinda oh would God, say. Oh it's a mess. We'll see what happens with that. But, um, cause she like loves quote unquote Ramona, which I'm like, that's incredibly problematic. Like that's of all <laughs> Okay, so I know I could. Re- I, I really she needs some like Bravo tutorials for sure. Um, I mean, we all have our faves. Good. <laughs> exactly. Someone's got to like her. Exactly. So when did you fall in love with Bravo? Oh my god! Like so long ago, like back when it was like the original like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy and like the old like Bravo shows like with Jackie Warner on there, Jonathan Anton. Oh like, my god! Happy oh, Griffin, my cool. life on the D list, like. Yeah, I'm not a spring chicken, but like it, I, so I, I've been watching for a while. So your Instagram says Bravo is my love language. Same, totally same. Yeah. Bravo pop culture enthusiast. Pour a drink and let's have some fun. So your approach to your page is very. It's a very obviously Bravo, but it's very. Um, it's not like nasty. Was that a conscious decision on your part, or are you just yeah. nicer than all the rest of the bitches that are covering Bravo? No, no, I definitely wanted to, like, make sure that it wasn't a place where people are, like, coming and just, like, talking shit and, like, throwing digs at everybody. I wanted it to be fun. I wanted you to be able to, like, say what you have to say, but, like, do it politely because I am not one that will, like, I'm not afraid to, like, delete your comment. Like, if I don't like what you're saying, I think it's rude. Don't tag a Bravo celebrity because how would you like to wake up in the morning and, like, see all these hate messages like with you with your handle tagged in it so i really like try to make a conscious effort to like keep control like of the comment section and also like what i post i also like talk about shows that like i love watching and the reason i love watching them i'm not here to like dog on people like there's like maybe two people who i like give them some crap here and there but like it's who 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 Ramona and <laughs> Victoria from OC. Oh, we call her Victoria. That's how much yeah. we're distancing <laughs> ourselves from Vicky. Okay, so speaking of Victoria, um, Vicky is, she is the OG housewife of OC, and she'll never let anybody forget it. But oh, she yeah. is no longer on the show. She was just brought back for Real um, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, which honestly I was like annoyed about, because I, I'm usually very sad, like when, it's like my friends getting fired from a show. I'm actually, I like, I'm still upset that Porsche's not in Atlanta. Oh wait, did she no. come back? No, no. she's on Ultimate Girls Trip. She's on Ultimate Girls Trip, right? Okay. But I was I was sad about Portia. I was sad about Cynthia too. And not that Cynthia brings any like real heat to the show. I just like the bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when it's like getting I was fired, so I know what it feels like to get fired, and it's the worst. So I never wish getting fired on even like my worst enemy. Do you know what I mean? But when Vicky got fired, I was like, yes, bitch, you deserve this. So when they brought her back for Ultimate Girls Trip, I was pissed because I was like, oh, she's not getting the comeuppance, the karma. Yeah. I felt like she so deserved. So 
But now, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is done skis, and, or at least the season that Vicky was on, season two. Great, by the way. Great. Amazing. Great show. Fantastic. I could watch them literally go on vacation once a year. I'm okay That's with that. That's what I said. I said, I, I, I need this exact group of people yeah. in this exact setting at Dorinda's like on a regular basis. It just cannot be this one time. It can't just be a one and done. Yeah, Limited no, series, no thank you. But I will say it's interesting because there's a lot of um, stuff going on post girls trip. And I wondered when they started it, is this like dumb? Like, did they stumble into like, like just a gem of a show, like dumb luck? Or was this intentional? Like, were they kind of soft auditioning these women to bring them back onto their respective franchises? Or even as we've seen with Taylor Armstrong, different franchises. What do you think about it? The whole thing? Is it just dumb luck? I think it was dumb luck. I really do. Because I think that they had an idea of like what they wanted. Like, because I think Andy Cohen did an interview where like they talked about how they were going to like do this type of show. Like they talked about this like years ago and like what the future of Housewives would be and like what they would do with the women. I don't think that they thought that like it would be such a huge hit where people would really want to see the ladies back on their franchises. Season one, obviously, like that wasn't going to happen because all of those ladies were already existing Housewives. But with this one, with all of them being ex-housewives, I think it was the perfect, good luck, but perfect timing also for them to be like, okay, you've been asking for this. They did a good job on Girls Trip 2. We'll send them back to to their city. So, okay, so we've got... The news came out that Tamara was going to be back on OC, which honestly, I am I could just even see it while I was watching Girls Trip. I was like, she's so great. She's drama, but she's likable. She's spectacularly gorgeous. Like, oh my God. And OC, I feel like, is kind of struggling a little bit. So I've, do you feel like they are? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are literally leading the struggle bus. They, it's tough. Yeah, first it's New York because their show doesn't even exist right now. But then very close second is OC. Summer is basically over as far as I'm concerned. It is almost over. I need to hang on to every last precious moment of summer. And real talk, it is too nice out to be too damn high. That is just the truth. But that doesn't mean that we don't need to chill, right? Okay, a girl needs to chill. You need to chill. We all need to chill. Well, here's the deal. The potency of today's weed, your girl can't hang with it, okay? I act weird when I smoke weed, but I like the idea of the ritual of like relaxing with like, I don't know, like a little jizzoint, you know what I'm saying? But I'm over here ditching the munchies and ditching the paranoia with Daggrass. Daggrass is legal organic hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Daggrass CBD products are made with 100% organic hemp that's easy to dose and the effects come out nice and smooth. They offer a variety of products from their token smokable pre-roll joints, yes please, as well as hemp flower and a variety of CBD tincture drops. So you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. All Daggrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. So go to daggrass.com slash Taylor to check out their products. They're actually really awesome. And whether you're looking for a new buzz or a chill way to enjoy an old favorite, Daggrass will leave you in a euphoric mood. Right now, Daggrass is offering my listeners 20% off your first order when you go to daggrass.com slash Taylor. Again, go to D-A-D-G-R-A-S-S dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R for 20% off your first order. That's daggrass.com slash Taylor. 
we hear that Tamara's back on. Fantastic. Absolutely. Then we hear that Taylor Armstrong, she was formerly of Beverly Hills, and now yeah. she's going to be on OC. So she's going down in history. This is this is a historical housewife moment. This is very They're going to teach this in history classes in all of the schools. <laughs> in all the schools. So it's so funny. So uh, Taylor is going to be on OC now, and um, just as a friend, but still, we know that friend can lead to big yeah. airtime. Do we like that they're now kind of cross-pollinating? Because I was just saying before we started recording, it's really interesting because there was once upon a time where Bravo was very strictly, this show is this show and this show is this show and there is no cross-pollination. And I know because Stassi was on Vanderpump forever and ever and ever. And she started to become really close with people on Southern Charm. She's really close with Craig. But I remember that they would like go down to Charleston to hang out with them. It wasn't like Bravo saying don't post, but it was kind of like don't post. Like, yeah. please, like, we, we we really like to keep everything separate. It's like a kid with their plate of food. It's like the mashed potatoes, the peas, and the turkey. It doesn't touch, yeah. you know? That was Bravo's kind of, I don't know, business model. And I don't really understand why. I respect it, but I don't understand why. I mean, Paige is on, like, actively. I mean, she confirm it, but she, I mean, <laughs> she's on Southern Charm right now. I'm assuming she's, you know, recording for Summer House simultaneously, and I'm pretty sure she already uh, recorded for this upcoming season of Winter house so like she literally is non-stop recording reality television so long gone are the days and actually Stassi and Paige have hung out quite a bit because of Stassi and Bo's relationship with Craig because they're super close with Craig they were actually invited to Stassi and Bo's wedding but obviously they couldn't go because it was Hannah Burner's wedding the exact same weekend yeah Um, so we had to just like split divide and conquer but it's it's funny because Stassi's like I wish this was like allowed when I was on I don't know if I even need any new Bravo celebrities in my life. I think I just need exactly where we've gone to today. And this is a crazy yeah. thing that I'm saying because I, I don't know if you know this, Larry, but I would like to be a real housewife of anywhere. I will move. <laughs> right. A bitch will change your life wins. to be a right. housewife. Um, so this is a big statement coming from me as I've been angling to be a fucking housewife for, I can't, I can't even tell you how long. We have this Bravo world. It's so rich and gorgeous. It's a plethora of like fruits and vegetables. Let's just keep plug and playing all these different housewives and other Bravo celebrities into different shows. I'm actually fucking here for it. If anything, really, I, I actually will have to give credit where credit's due. I think Winter House was kind of the first project that kind of was the litmus test for this idea. Yeah. And now I feel like with Housewives, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, I think that it's kind of them really establishing that this nostalgia, Bravo nostalgia, is something that they're committing to. I'm here for it, 100%. I love seeing the crossovers. So, like, I mean, obviously we know that they're all friends, and, like, I get where they were, like, trying to, like, keep everything separate because they want you to, like, think it's just TV, but, like, it's not just TV. Like, we know that they hang out. Right. They're posting together. I think I even heard... It must have been Craig or Austin. I think it was Austin or Craig that did an interview where they were actually filming and like Sassy was there, like in the background. Like they wouldn't show her on camera. Like right. I want to see more of it. There's so many good, like you said, already existing Bravo celebrities. Like, why don't we send? I made a post like a maybe seven months ago. Like, send the couples on a trip. I want to see Craig and Paige. I want to see right. Sassy and Bo. I want to see maybe Ariana and Tom or like the. Amrit and um, his husband and like I want to see all of them like, send them on a vacation that'll be an amazing show like 
Work with what you got. I, right? I love it. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Smooge. Ooh, I just like to say it. Okay, so here's the deal. A smooge, you're like, what's a smooge? A smooge is a hard smoothie packed with real fruit and a hint of carbonation. Yeah, you got it. It's like a smoothie, but it's like has alcohol in it. And I will say a girl likes a hint of carbonation. I do. If I, if there's a wine that has like a carbonation mineral needness to it, I'm here for it. Even when I make myself cocktails, I always put extra carbonation in it. I love carbonation and smooch gets that. Also, I love smooch because I love a pina colada on the beach. Who doesn't love a daiquiri? But it's like, I'm not making one myself. That's a lot of work. Well, smooch does it all for you. And they ship it right to your door. No muss, no fuss. You don't have to pull out the blender when you've got Smooge. It's an adult smoothie in a can shipped right to your front door. And it's adorable. I like it. It's cute. It's yummy. It's convenient. I'm here for it. Some bonuses on top of what's already a great thing. It's gluten-free. It's dairy-free. And it's vegan for all my vegan mamas out there. So they've got their classic pina colada. Who doesn't love a pina colada? They also have a strawberry banana that honestly slaps like a daiquiri. It's so good. And it combines them. Like, I'm always like, what do I want? A strawberry daiquiri banana? Strawberry I I can't decide. I can't decide. Well, smooch doesn't make me. They just made them together. And it's so good. It's loaded with real strawberry and banana. And then, oh, they've got this tropical trip. It's like passion fruit, real passion fruit, mango, guava, pineapple, coconut. It's a flavor explosion. And also, I just love how simple the ingredients are. No fake flavorings, no ambiguous natural flavors. It's just the real deal, good taste and stuff. And it is a smoothie for adults. What's not to love? So visit drinksmooge.com. That's D-R-I-N-K-S-M-O-O-J.com to find Smooge near you or just use my code Taylor to get 15% off an entire box of hard smoothies shipped straight to your doorstep. And just remember, friendly reminder, that you must be over 21 to enjoy Smooch. And now back to the podcast. Send Stassi and Bo. Send Paige and Craig. I'm trying to think who else. Honestly, fine. Send Kyle and Amanda. Fine. (laughs) On to the below deck med yacht. Oh, wow. My God. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm talking about. Or give me like, like, a, like an MTV challenge type of show with all of the younger <laughs> Bravo celebrities and a few of the old ladies and like, let's throw them in the gauntlet. <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> can you imagine oh my god Vicky against Paige DeSorbo like on a like on a rope swing I'm I'm incredibly here for it oh my but you god, know what I'm I saying I just I feel like they've really struck gold with this Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip yeah. and I'm like I'm really happy like I actually Taylor Armstrong is I would say my least favorite person from Ultimate Girl Trip and I'm like of all of the women that were just on she was like the last one I needed to see back on a certain franchise but I will say I like the precedent it's setting i did not go to law school i did take the lsat i did fucking terrible on it but what i did learn in like my three courses that i took preparing for the lsat was setting precedent is a very important thing because once it's set it's very hard to turn back the clock and go back so i'm like you know there's been whispers of cynthia joining real houses of beverly hills i'm really here for that um i just i kind of it's just like like I said before, I don't want to see my friends, quote unquote, get fired. So it's like we have our, our, our pool of Bravo celebrities. Let's just keep plucking 
and piecing together kind of like Motley Crue, yeah. if you will, of these, you know, different franchises, different shows, different age groups, too. A bitch yeah. loves that. And uh, I'm here for it. I really am. And I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people I would love to see Bravo bring back. Do you think do you think anyone is like off limits from Bravo totally bringing back? Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think I think Jax is done. I don't think okay. I don't think they'll bring him back. And then I think that um, I think Kelly Dodd shot herself in the foot. I think she's she's done very well. fair. I will say, though, I do think that if like Beverly Hills wasn't in production and they were about to start production, like for their next season, I think Brandy would have gotten her diamond back after after this like last season of Girls Trip. I think she deserves it. I mean, she fucking brought it, especially, and I feel like no one's really talked a lot about this. And it's like, it's such a shame because Brandy so deserves vindication and validation. She was based, I mean, it, it basically came out on Ultimate Girls Trip that it was true about her and Denise. Yeah. Everything that Brandy said was 100% accurate. And um, Denise is a liar, which kind of breaks my heart. Here's the thing is, I knew Denise was lying about hooking up with Brandy or saying she didn't hook up with Brandy. Yeah. It's like... Brandy's a lot of things, but something at least I feel to my core is Brandy's not a liar. Yeah, no, she's not. not at all. She's a shit talker. She's a big mouth. She doesn't know how to keep a fucking secret. Right. But Brandy is not a liar. So I just, but there was a part of me that was like, maybe Brandy's desperate to get back on. Maybe times are hard. Maybe the bitch needs a paycheck. So there were different things that I thought about, like maybe she's coming for Denise. But I'm just like, I don't know Brandy to tell an outright, flat out lie. That's right. just not the brand. Yeah. So when she said it, I was like, shit, this happened with Denise. And the thing that broke my heart with Denise was, I really, I was like, ride, I, I was, I was ride or die for Denise. I love Denise. I wanted the best for Denise, but she really, you know, and I was mad. I was, I was pissed at Rinna. I was like, Rinna's a shit friend. She really is. But I mean, I know they're running on a TV show. This is what their job is, yeah. is to bring out all of the tea. But I just kind of felt like Rinna was just taking too much pleasure in the demise of Denise. Oh, and I sure. didn't quite understand why. Why do you think that is? Because they were allegedly friends before. And I've also heard a lot of rumors that these women, what they're fighting about that we see that's like uber petty, they're they're really fighting. That's not fake. But what they're actually fighting about, if we knew, it's way less. They, they, like, they, they blow up the petty shit because they can't fight about the real stuff. Like, for example, yeah. in my real life, I had this girl who I was did not get along with. She is my tomato. If you listen to me a lot, you know what I'm talking about. I will not go on any further on Taste of Taylor. But, uh, you know, and I believe everyone has their tomato, right? They have their person that they just can't stand. But I remember when we would be fighting, what I was fighting with my tomato for was like, why don't you like me? You clearly hate me. Like, let's get to the root of this. And when I would say stuff like that, and I would even say, I don't like you. You can admit you don't like me. It's okay. But as women, we have this very strange fight language that we speak influently. And what it is, is it's us basically, we're fighting for who's the nicer one, right? Mm. I'm not the meanest one. You're the meanest one. Um, a while ago on the Taylor Shucker show, I was talking about who knows what housewife franchise with my co- one of my co-hosts, Mackenzie. And we came up with the song, which is our theme song now for the housewives. And it goes like this. What are we fighting about? Right? Because we're always, yeah. don't you feel like that? We're like, what are we fucking we fighting about? We don't know. About? Yeah, we don't know. It's so stupid. But that's the thing is when women fight, even if they are fighting about real things, I feel like we're almost socialized, conditioned to not like 
we don't talk about Bruno, right? We don't say yeah. what we're really fighting about. Instead, we just like make up these ridiculous petty, petty princess things they're fighting about. So I feel like we see a lot of that on Bravo, but like they are, if they actually get to the crux of it, they are fighting about real shit. Like yeah. maybe Denise screwed over Rinna in like a business dealing. I don't know. You know, maybe she was supposed to wear an adult diaper with Rinna. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> I know. And she I, pulled it, out last minute or something. But Rinna was, I mean, Denise was a liar, but Rinna was, was, was brutal. Oh yeah. She like, was, wanted a takedown. She was cruel. She was straight up cruel. Yeah. And when I she looked her and she was like, you're so angry. So I was like. favorite moments ever. So, uh, so angry. <laughs> I talked to um, Dave Quinn and he always says that Dave. the same thing, like their fights are not about the show. Their fights are about stuff that's happening off camera. So like you stole my agent. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Shit like that. Like, remember when Taylor Swift and um, Katy Perry were fighting and everyone's like, why and it came out? And it was about backup, backup dancers. dancers. Yeah. It's still stupid, but like, it does make sense. You know, it's like a business thing. So I feel like when the housewives are fighting about like which glass to pour a glass of Prosecco in, yeah. it's actually deeper than yeah. that. But they're, you know, that's just kind of like what they're allowed. Although I will say with the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls trip, they are starting to break the fourth wall. And I, as a Bravo fan, I prefer that realer content. I think it's just as interesting. So maybe we'll see a time in, you know, our lifetime. We can say to our grandkids, you know, back in my day, they never broke the fourth wall. And the content's so much better now. You know, I I love it on Girls Trip when they're like talking about being on the show. It like, it makes it, it like makes you look at it so much like in like a whole different light. Like it, it really is like so good. Like, oh, what's your experience of being a housewife like? Like, oh, on my show, we don't act like this. It's just like their formula right. for each franchise is so different. I love when they talk about it. Right, because they all have different production companies, yeah. you know? So we've, And that's kind of like the production company, I mean, they're kind of in control of who's going to be the protagonist, who's going to be the villain, yeah. you know, storyline, all of that. And they obviously, you know, different companies interact with their quote unquote employees, talent than other companies. So it really, there's so much similarity there, but like there are these subtle nuanced differences yeah. that are so interesting. Like I think maybe Bravo is underestimating the audience, us, and thinking that we kind of need like the pettiness to enjoy it. But I think we're living in a time now where we really want, we want to know everything. Yeah. We as audiences are insatiable and we want to really, and we're smart too. We can sense when we're not being told the 100% truth. 100%. Yeah. So I feel like maybe, you know, maybe they've been feeding us what they think that we want or can handle or need, but maybe our request for more, maybe it's going to change the way that they do the entire brand, which I'm here for. Um, But yeah, the whole Denise Brandy thing I thought was just delicious that finally Brandy was validated that, like, yeah, Denise lied. Brandy was telling the truth. Tam- and Tamara was the one. Tamara right. was the one. Yeah. And the look on her face, though, of like, oh, should I say it? I was like, uh, you have to say it now. Like, you have to, like, you have to, like, tell everybody what exactly happened so that Brandy, like, can be vindicated. And I'm glad, I'm glad that she did because I never thought Brandy was lying. But it's good to hear that, like, she wasn't the only one. Whether you're planning for a big summer trip or, if you're like me, you're recovering from one. Oh, I've been living large these last few weeks. It's really important to give your body the fuel it needs to feel its best. I have to cut the crap and start, you know, taking care of my bod. But it's like, oh, it's overwhelming. I have to, like, you know, 
do things, grocery shop, food prep, cook. It's like, it could be the thing that just prevents you from ever like getting back on track. But with Splendid Spoon, you can enjoy clean, delicious, stress-free meals in just minutes. Splendid Spoon takes the work out of eating healthy by delivering ready-to-eat plant-based meals, smoothies, and juices right to your door. Here's the deal with me. If it's not easy, I'm not doing it. Your girl is inherently lazy. I love Splendid Spoon because the meals are literally shipped right to my door and they're ready in just minutes. And every single meal is 100% plant-based, gluten-free, and GMO-free. So you're putting all the good stuff in the bod. And the meals are delicious. Creamy mushroom and spinach noodles, excuse her, coconut curry, yes, please. And don't even get me started on the cauliflower tikka soup. It's my life. And with over 50 choices and constant rotating menu, there's always new dishes to try, so you're not going to get bored. Stay well-fueled this summer with Splendid Spoon. Get started today and save on an entire week of ready-made plant-based meals. Just go to splendidspoon.com Taylor for $50 off your first box when you subscribe. Again, that's S-P-L-E-N-D-I-D-S-P-O-O-N.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R, splendidspoon.com slash Taylor for $50 off your first box. We're here for Taylor Armstrong being back on OC. As here a friend, yeah. Yep, yeah. Okay, okay. She just, she just tracked a so phony baloney to me on Girls Trip. Like, I feel like she starts fight, ta- speaking of the, what we just said, the complete opposite is Taylor. She's like pay, playing by an old script. Yeah. She's like, I feel like she's like, ooh, the, what can I do to get into a fight with somebody so I can get airtime? Right. That's how that's the vibe I get from her. Yeah, it I'm was even like her fighting Brandy, like about like their Beverly Hills days, or like her bringing up other people's fights, like with Adrian. Like, you're not you're not doing anything like for me right now. So, but, but yeah, I feel like she has so much of her story that's like left untold. Like, it'll be nice to see like what they do with her, and like maybe they can make a moment or something. I don't know. So, what else is going on in? Uh, the world of Bravo in terms of news this week. Did you see the thing regarding Leah McSweeney in Thailand? I actually <laughs> have heard of this <laughs> and I actually have some inside scoop, but please uh, tell everybody what's going on in case they missed it. Yeah. I mean, so they obviously like filmed um, ultimate girls trip three in Thailand. There was like a TikTok video that like went viral with, all of the ladies except for Leah. So people like started speculating. There was a tweet that went out that like said that she was kicked out of the the country. She was kicked out of Thailand and removed from the show because she threw elephant shit at one of her cast members. (laughs) (laughs) Now see, this is the thing and I love it. Don't get me wrong, but like, the rumor mill is so savage. Like, yeah. I mean, that is, Leah is crazy. She throws torches naked. We know this about Leah. But, like, getting kicked out of Thailand because you throw literally elephant dung at another castmate, yeah. that is, like, the craziest rumor. I am here to tell you I have a friend, an inside source, who is really good friends with Leah. And it is 100 
100% a lie. It is complete and utter bullshit. <laughs> um, I spoke to my friend. Her name is Liz Cully. She said that she actually does know why Lee is not there. Yeah. Um, I can't repeat that because I don't know. Obviously. I don't even know if Liz is repeating it. Yeah. Um, but what I will say is that she's not there but but just by like one day. Yeah. She will be on the show and um she did not throw elephant shit to get kicked off the show. I mean, the thought of it honestly is like hilarious. Would it have been a moment, obviously, but like thank yes. God she didn't. Like Oh my god. Yeah, I mean Leah needs to work her way back in. Although is throwing elephant shit really the worst thing in the world? I kind of am confused and lost when it comes to Bravo. I will say my one bone to pick with Bravo is like the inconsistencies and in what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah. I'm lost here. They, you know what I there mean? is, they don't have like, uh, like they, there's no like line. They don't, everyone they is treated to differently. sit down and write a constitution of Bravo. 100%. Where yeah. there's like clear lines that we can go back and look at as like, this is like, you know, on the real world back in the day, yeah. the OG reality TV show watching days, it was like, you hit somebody, you're wow. out. Yeah. You lay hands, you are done. And um, I remember I started watching Jersey Shore, like episode one, J-Well like whacks the situation. Yeah. And I'm like, she's gone. And then it's like, oh, no, wait, that's every episode from here on out. Yeah. So I just feel like, though, it's, there are some inconsistencies. Like you would think you're like, oh, you throw elephant shit at somebody's face, you're out. But it's like, really? And the grand scheme of all the terrible things that have gone down. I mean, did you watch Black Shabbat on Real Houses of New York? The fact that Ramona is not buried six feet under in the ground and canceled to oblivion is beyond for me. It, it really is. I know. I like what you were saying though. Like with the you, like you hit someone, you're gone. It's like embedded in your mind. Like if you watch reality TV from like so long ago, that like if that's what happens, then like oops, you're in trouble, but like now it's not. So yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many things that like have happened in the Bravo universe, like Black Shabbat, like you said, like where people really should have been like, I hate the word canceled. I really hate that word, but they should have just been like, they should have just been like, let go. So, I mean, I I really like a little bit of inside of me, like really wish that it would have happened because I mean, there are a few people on that series that I mean, I wish I would have seen her do it too, but I'm glad that she didn't because it could have been a lot worse for her in the end. Oh, Leah. Yeah. Throwing the shit. She doesn't need that right now. No, no. I bring our Leah back. I need her back. I need her on one of these reboots, whatever the hell's happening. And then there's breaking news today that like oh, literally just came in yeah. by the time this airs. <laughs> um, you guys will probably have all heard about it, but I'm Larry do the honors. Lala hanging out with 50 Cent. You mean Fofty? Fofty, yes. <laughs> Fofty, Money by Monday Rand. Um, it, it, it is Money literally going Rand. all over the place right now. So this is why, this is here, here's why I love Lala. Lala is that bitch okay she will she play sure all of the games she will mind fuck you to oblivion and she knows exactly what she's doing and she doesn't care if anybody knows what she's doing because yeah. she's like yes exactly it tracks of course she's hanging out with Fofty yeah. to piss off randall and randall deserves every ounce of it there's a saying that usually i hate but in this case i love because fuck randall but an enemy of my enemy is a friend of mine and yeah. this is like a classic version of that i love that she is going there because I just feel like she tortures him in the media and he deserves every, like, I feel like she is, I feel like Lala is 
karma in human form sent here to right all the wrongs that Randall has committed over the years to every (laughs) single person whose life he has touched in the worst way possible. I just think she, because she is so tough. She has so much fight in her. And she, when she sees red, like she's a dog with a bone. And so, you know, she's, this is, she's not going to stop. She's going to torture him. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. Cause even in the post, it's like a very like, huggy kissy photo of the two of them it's like him just like hugging her and she's like nestled up in there i'm like she knows exactly what she's doing like i mean obviously the people are gonna love seeing this randall probably is like in the hospital right now like hyperventilating and as he should be but also good for her because she literally is the queen of that stuff it's amazing and the thing too is when you're married to somebody you know a lot of their shit you know you just do well i know they weren't married but engaged have a child a family you know all their shit i mean well randall's probably incredibly cagey i will say but i feel like she knows things about scenarios that he doesn't want the world to know Mm -hmm. and now she's in a position to put him on blast and also tell his arch nemesis exactly what his playbook was or has been. Yeah. So, I mean, it's poetic justice. It's so sweet. And I'm so happy she's divvying it out. Really? She's amazing. When you're scrolling through social media, how can you tell what's real? Misinformation can be dangerous, especially when it's related to your health. Anything can be posted online without being fact-checked. But if you heard about a secret to permanent weight loss, wouldn't you give it a follow? Tanya Zuckerbrot, founder of the trendy high-fiber F-Factor diet, has celebrity followers including Megyn Kelly and supermodel Olivia Culpo. Tanya has a nice house, a nice husband, nice vacations, a very aspirational lifestyle. But allegations of troubling side effects with the diet began to surface and people started to question, is she selling powder? or power. Emily Gellis, a popular fashion influencer, saw these allegations and put the diet on blast on her own large-scale following. She launched a crusade to expose Tanya and the F-Factor diet. Emily thought bringing awareness to the claims would be enough, but that was just the beginning. What was once an online feud escalated into the real world resulting in threats, lawsuits, and a whole lot of drama. From Wondery, the makers of Over My Dead Body and The Shrink Next Door, comes a new series about wealth, wellness, and influence. Host Casey Wilson guides us through the crazy feud, telling both sides of the story with a side of sarcasm. Listen to Fed Up on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. We're winding down. Before I let you go, I have to just say major snaps, major props for your Instagram handle, Bravo by Gaze. Thanks. Why did you choose that as a name? Why was that important to you? You know what? And it's really, it's probably like not as like, like it really isn't like anything like meaningful. I'll tell you that. Like I, and now I'm, now I'm like really like leaning into it. But like in, in the moment when I started my account, I was like, what the hell is my handle going to be? And then yeah. literally in my head, I'm like, well, I'm gay and I like Bravo. So it's Bravo by gays. <laughs> it's not this massive not political this, like, statement. moment in history where I'm like, I'm going to like literally be the voice of everything gay for Bravo. No, it really was just like. I'm gay and I like I'm Bravo. I'm gay and I like Bravo. <laughs> um, which is, I know it's. Can you imagine if you were straight? <laughs> so I like, I talk to a few people and they're always like. Well, like, what if your account could tech? Like, what is it going to be next? Like, 
Bravo by lesbians. <laughs> I'm like, no. Um, excuse me, that's my <laughs> that's account that I'm working on. Um, no, I just, it really is. It just like, I just came to me and I'm just, it's stuck. And I've always thought about changing it. And I'm just like, I'm too, no, I'm too in it now where I never will. I never will. I feel like everybody always says this about their their um, Instagrams. Yeah. Like if, if they do have like a name and not use their just their full name, I feel like they're always they always question it. They always hate it. It's actually I mean, I've talked about this with Dear Media, too. I hate Taste of Taylor. Like, I love the podcast. Yeah, I hate the name. Yeah, I hate it. And it was so funny. I was talking with Claudia Oshry, girl yeah. with no job. And I was like, for real, Claudia, I think I need to change it. And she was like, don't you dare. She's like, it's, I, I love it. And I was like, really? And that bitch knows a thing or two. So oh, yeah, I will listen to her. But she said, she, she, a bitch loves alliteration. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's good alliteration. She said, she also, um, likes like the subtle lesbian innuendo, which I swear yeah. to God was not the intention. Right. That's, <laughs> that's a good thing. Taste of Taylor. I'm a lesbian. That. Yeah. I never even <laughs> I thought know. about that. Maybe it's subconscious. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, dear me is like, you can do what you want, but, um, yeah. I was thinking of changing it to the world's worst influencer because that I am. No, but, no, no. You have to leave it. Stick with Taste of Taylor, but I yeah, feel you. Yeah. I get that. We always, as creators, we want to change the thing that was like, you know. Yeah. We, I feel like we're always second guessing ourselves. Um, but I love that it's Bravo by Gaze because, as a fellow member of the community, I, and especially given where we are right now with everything yeah. going on politically, I think it's more important than now than ever to represent. You know, like JoJo Siwa just got herself in a fuck ton of trouble. Yeah. Um, did you see that on TikTok? Yeah, is that with the wait the stuff with Oh the Candace Cameron Burr shit. She she was like, you know, she was in charge of that uh yeah, the, f- feud, if you will. Yeah. Wait, no, but I didn't no. hear what she got in trouble for. Jojo Seawalk, she went on to TikTok and she was kind of talking about how she likes to refer to herself as gay or queer, and she doesn't really love the word lesbian. It just doesn't roll off the tongue. She said to her, lesbian's like equivalent to moist for some people. You know, like people are like, oh, that word moist. Like the word moist is fine. Like, if you want a muffin, you want a dry muffin or you want a moist muffin. Yeah. But nobody wants to say the moist no, one, yeah, not no. the dry one. So she was saying that that it, it's kind of like, it just, it's not her favorite word. Is she technically a lesbian? Sure. Is she technically pansexual? Yeah. But she was saying how she just doesn't love the word. So she identifies once people say, what is she? She just says gay. She means a gay woman, but yeah. gay nonetheless. The lesbians on TikTok lost her fucking mind. As they should have. As they should. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I like this. Wait, why would you say as they should have? I just think that like embrace what you are. And I, you know what? It's I'm, to me, I'm just going to throw it out there. It's going to be, it's, it's an age thing. I think when she gets older, she'll change yeah. her mind and like, obviously like use the word, but like, I just feel like her saying that she's so young. She's like disrespecting like a whole older like group generation people. yeah and i don't like that yeah she um she got well she got in big fucking trouble uh law, all the lesbians came out of the woodwork yeah. and um schooled her young ass but and she you know she she came back around and she said absolutely i'm more than happy to be a lesbian um but she only said that to is, cover her ass she didn't mean it <laughs> but it is rooted in misogyny and you know it's like i think that even in the gay community, right? It's like being a gay man. There's like a lot of great associations with being a gay man. I said this when I was on tour with Saucy when I mm-hmm. like opened for the show. I would say 
we lesbians we need better pr and we need it now our yeah. pr fucking sucks F- like flannels and wood chopping i don't <laughs> chop wood right. and subarus like this blows we I need know. to get some cool ass shit associated with the word lesbian yeah so i i will say this i understand where jojo's coming from as a lesbian as somebody who kind of has always been like i mean i just say i'm straight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm straight as having me with a woman. Um, but no, I, I definitely struggle with like that term and identification. And I was like, am I a lesbian? Do I like the word queer? You know, you really play around with your yeah. labels. I even did. Oh my God. If you go back way into the archives, good thing. I'm not like famous. I would be right. so canceled. <laughs> oh my but, God. Uh, I, I like to stay at a moderate level of uh, n- notoriety, yeah. so that way I can, you know, maintain my job <laughs> without suffering the consequences of my actions. Yeah. But I will say that um, there was an article that came out like right after I came out with my now wife Taylor. Mm-hmm. It was women's health, and they were going to do like an. And they were interviewing women who fell in love with their best friends. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and so we were one of the stories, but <laughs> I was so good. No surprise there that they just decided to write the article about us instead of anybody else. Oh my God, that's amazing. Thanks. And I swear to you, God, hand to God, that I say in it that like I believe in label-less love. Mm -hmm. Like, why do I have to label it? And actually, I was going to make fun of myself, but I feel like when you are in the queer community, the LGBTQIA plus community, I do think that there is, I understand you have to respect the generations before you that literally paved the way and fought for you yeah. to be able to love so freely. Like we were, Tay and I were at a wedding recently and there was a woman there who was like the aunt of the bride, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, not by blood. She's like the mom, mother of the bride's best friend. And everybody growing up knew she was gay, but like she never talked about it. Yeah. And she like lived with, she had like her female roommate. roommate. Oh my God, Yes. <laughs> And, um, but she's, but obviously she's out now. And, but she said when we, when we saw her, cause she hadn't seen my wife Taylor in like forever, she was like, so moved. She was like, how beautiful that like, you guys are here at this wedding as a married couple fully accepted. Yeah. And it is like, thank you, Aunt Sue. Thank you for that. Because without you and everything you did, we wouldn't be in a position to be able to so freely love. So when it comes to that, then it's like, well, label is love. Fuck that shit. That's a terrible concept. Cause the labels are what help normalize it in society but uh, i definitely i'm with jojo like i'd rather be called queer or gay than a lesbian maybe i just need to work on that in therapy with myself and my (laughs) own internalized misogyny This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Steve Madden. I'm so excited. Yes, baby, Steve Madden. Steve Madden has been in my life for over 30 years. Always my favorite footwear, like live, die, everything sexy I did, I did my Steve Maddens, but I've got great news. Now they have launched an apparel line, and if you don't know about it, you're welcome. I just did the biggest favor of your life. So the full collection is available to shop at stevemadden.com, and They've got everything. I mean, dresses, jackets, coats, tops, shirts, bottoms. And when I say bottoms, I mean like pants, skirts, jeans, everything. And everything is retailing for under $140. I like that price point. That's a price point that Tay-Tay is happy with. And just FYI, they still have everything they've always had. In addition to clothes, of course, footwear, hand.
handbags, accessories. Honey, you can now be dressed head to literal toe in your Steve Madden Mary Janes in just all Steve Madden. And I am dying for everything they have. They've got great stuff right now, available right now. And then they have all, they're bringing in all their fall stuff. The second August hits, I'm like back to school shopping. Not that I'm going to school, but you know what I mean? Like fall, crisp, cozy. I actually just got from them. Mm, It's so good. It's like a varsity jacket, like an oversized boyfriend varsity jacket. It's called the Alexandra jacket. It's black and it's white. And it's just like delicious. And it's just fall. And it's just cool. And it's been a while since I've had like a good bomber varsity jacket. And like this one is perfection. Also, I die for this top. I love this top so much. I almost don't want to tell you about it. You know what I mean? Because it's like mine and I don't want to share, but I have to. It's called the Elaine top. And uh, Kendall Jenner a while ago was pictured wearing this like hot pink kind of like tulle short mini dress. It was strapless. It was belted and it was really short and poofy. I loved it, but I don't really like to show my legs. It's like just not the vibe for me. So I saw the dress and I loved it, but like I could never wear it because it's so super short. Well, this top, the Elaine top is like the dress, but in top form. It's to die. So, of course, I bought it in every single color they have available. Um, Black, like a white, like a creamy white, and then a hot, amazing neon pink. And I'm going to plan on wearing it with just like a little bit of skin showing with like a super, super, super high-waisted pant and probably like a blazer situation over my shoulders. But I'm telling you, this top is like the love of my life, and it's fine. You You can copy me. We can all wear them together. We should actually have a brunch where we all wear the Elaine top together. And um, it can be like a Steve Madden girls brunch. Hashtag SM fall 2022. Who's with me? Anyway, I've got a hookup for you guys. Use code Taylor20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. I'm telling you, the prices are already really good, but with that percentage off, you're welcome. Again, that's visit www.steve. M-A-D-D-E-N.com and use code T-A-Y-L-O-R-2020 for 20% off your next purchase. SteveMadden.com and use that code Taylor20. And just FYI, promo code excludes pre-order items. So keep that in mind. Anyway, happy shopping. See you at our Steve Madden brunch. Before I let you go, I want to hear your coming out story because I feel like this is something special that bonds all gay people together, our coming out stories. Whether it was a great coming out story or a crazy intense one and I and I said this to you before we started recording but like that's the one and I live my life as a identifiably straight person for so long so I feel like when I'm saying this I'm not shaming straight people okay don't worry straight people I was once like you too until I saw the light I'm just kidding But, but I feel like when it comes to when you live a straight identity, you have straight privilege. And again, I'm not coming for you. It's not your fault you have a straight privilege. What, 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 how can you, you don't know unless you've experienced it, but having lived so long straight and then like now seeing my eyes through a gay lens, I'm like, whoa, that is so, there's, it's subtle things, but it's yeah. enough of a difference to make you kind of think about it. Anyway, so I feel like coming out stories is something that everybody in the gay world experiences. Straight people don't have to come out, you know, no, like all, Beth yeah. Ann doesn't have to go to her mom and be like, I want to give Joe the biggest blue job <laughs> ever. Like no one has to come out and like coming out. Don't forget is saying, I like to have sex this way. I like yeah. to have sex with this person. Imagine straight people listening. Cause I know you're here. Like having to go to your mom and dad when you felt the desire to engage in sexual activity and like claim it. 
It's yeah. so crazy. It's insane. It really but I, is. But, but it is a thing that bonds all of us. So I'm going to make you share your coming out story if you don't <laughs> no, want to. I will. Mine, mine, it was not, mine was not bad at all. It really was like very like seamless and like easy. Um, I came out when I was 21. I'm 37 now. So I don't even know how to do the math. I don't even know. 16 years. Um, so I came out when I was 21. Thank you to whoever's above. Um, my dad and my mom had a, uh, their, my dad's best friend is a lesbian. And Love it. Where Thank I God live, for your aunt lesbian. Right. Um, and she owned a bar. Yeah, she owned a gay bar here in Buffalo. And uh, my parents kind of always like knew, but I was always afraid to tell them that I was gay. Um, mm-hmm. That my dad kind of gave me like the push that I needed. And he got me a job at this gay bar. And I went into this gay bar like, what the hell is going on? Like, why am I here? Like, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, like I'll work for you. It's fine. Like, you're my dad's best friend. Like, whatever you need. And I go there and I was like, it was like, the music went off and I was like, I belong here. <laughs> like, it was amazing. So actually your parents outed you to you. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, they gave me the push that I needed to tell them. It was never really like oh. talked about or whatever. And then finally, like after, um, after working there, I was able, I came out to his best friend first and then I was able to talk to my parents about it. And it really was like, it was not hard at all for me because they always knew. So it was just like, and he, I had like girlfriends in high school and like all of that stuff where I was just like, obviously trying to like pretend I was who I wasn't. Um, but like, thank God for them because I don't know, like if they didn't give me the push, like how long it would have taken me to come out. And I literally love the life that I have right now. And it is so much better than it was prior to me coming out that I wish I would have done it sooner. I see kids that come out now when they're in like, middle school like they're children and i'm like there is no way in hell that i would have been able to in the early 90s do that and like have like survived like i feel like i would have just been like it was miserable like being made fun of in high school for people even all like even just thinking that you were um so i I really do i envy the kids that like can do it so much younger now and i wish i could go back and do it um but like i really do i owe it all to my parents for even giving me that push and i i love them for it and it's like it it really was. I couldn't have asked for like a better family or like support system. And like, I, I, my boyfriend and I have been together for like five years. They like love him so much. And like oh. my family, like my, my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, everybody was so supportive. It really couldn't have, it really couldn't have been better. I love that. And then I ended up working at that game bar for three years and had some fun times. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. My mom was the worst, but she came on the podcast and she, I listened. she yes. I yep. listened to every she, episode she, of her. Yeah. She is, she's to die for. She's the best. She's my best friend. I love her so much. So I love that she can admit that she was so bad yeah. because I think it's important too, because I think that there's like your story is the, that's what that's aspirational that's what we all want to have and that's the greatest thing ever but i feel like there are parents that really you know they fuck it up and there i i I want my mom to be a kind of a light at the end of the tunnel that like to kids whose parents maybe didn't say the right thing or they're not behaving the way that they wanted them to it's like don't worry it can get turned around and i also want parents to hear you know it's okay if you fuck up it's okay if you stutter step you can like you can turn the ship around you can like right the wrongs yeah and I mean, there could have obviously been chances like in my parents' lives where they may, may not have been comfortable with it. I don't know. I mean, I should probably ask them, but I never have. Um, but I mean, maybe they just didn't 
tell me about it. I have no idea, but I mean, I, I love every, I love hearing people's coming out stories. So I just love to hear how different they are because it really makes you connect with people like in a different way. And it, it's so cool. Yeah, it really is. Larry, thank you so much for joining me. This has been so fun. Oh my God. So much fun. Thank you for having me. Well, and thank you for your incredible account. You guys check it out on Instagram. If you love all things Bravo and you know, you do follow Bravo by gaze. You've, you've got like the right combination of snark, but also like there's like genuine fanness there. And I mean that as a compliment, like, you. you know, some, some of these accounts are just so fucking nasty. So oh, it's wow. nice to see, you know, somebody running something that's like, yeah, you deliver the information. Yes, you definitely say it like it needs to be said. But, you know, you can also see the root of it. Like, you love Bravo. You love the show. You love everyone except for Victoria, which I totally support. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, thank I appreciate it. Thank you very much. So you guys follow at Bravo by Gaze and Larry again. Thank you so much. You guys, that is it for us this week. Have a great week. You know what to do. I always ask you. It means the world to me. Rate, review and subscribe. I know it seems like annoying that I say it every week. And I also know that it maybe seems like whatever. She doesn't need it. I need it. Like, don't do a survey for Applebee's. Do this for me. Rate, review, and subscribe. It means everything. And if you've done it once before, just, like, keep doing it. I don't care if you do it, like, ten times. Next week, uh, we have, uh, I actually know who's coming on. His name is Cal Penn. Uh, You might know him from Harold and Kumar. And uh, speaking of coming out stories, yeah, he recently came out. So uh, he'll be on next week. So look forward to that. And until next week, bye, girl, bye.